This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. This recording is by Mark Smith of Simpsonville, South Carolina. Uncle Remus by Joel Chandler Harris. Chapter 20 How Mr. Rabbit Saved His Meat. One time, said Uncle Remus, wetting his knife slowly and thoughtfully on the palm of his hand, and gazing reflectively in the fire. One time, Brer Wolf. Why, Uncle Remus, the little boy broke in. I thought you said the rabbit scalded the wolf to death a long time ago. The old man was fairly caught, and he knew it. But this made little difference to him. A frown gathered on his usually serene brow, as he turned his gaze upon the child, a frown in which both scorn and indignation were visible. Then all at once he seemed to regain control of himself. The frown was chased away by a look of Christian resignation. "'There, now, what did I tell you?' he exclaimed, as if addressing a witness concealed under the bed. "'Ain't I ton told you so? Bless gracious!' If chillins ain't gettin' so day knows more'n old folks, and they'll dispute you longer and dispute longer, ceptin' your ma call em, which I spec won't be long for she will, and then I'll sit here by the chimney corner and get some peace of mind. When Ole Miss was livin', continued the old man, still addressing some imaginary person, it is more than any of her chillins a dare to do to come disputin' longer me, and Mars John'll tell you the same any day you ax him. Well, Uncle Remus, you know you said the rabbit poured hot water on the wolf and killed him, said the little boy. The old man pretended not to hear. He was engaged in searching among some scraps of leather under his chair, and kept on talking to the imaginary person. Finally, he found and drew forth a nicely plated whip-thong, with a red snapper all waxed and knotted. "'I was fixin' up a whip for a little chap,' he continued with a sigh. "'But, bless gracious, fore I can get her done, the little chap done growed up twill he knew more'n I does.' Child's eyes filled with tears, and his lips began to quiver, but he said nothing whereupon Uncle Remus immediately melted. "'I declare to goodness,' he said, reaching out and taking the little boy tenderly by the hand, "'if you ain't the very spittin' image of Ole Miss when I brung her to the last news of the war. It's just like scaring up a ghost what you ain't feared of.' Then there was a pause, the old man patting the little child's hand caressingly. "'You ain't mad, is you, honey?' Uncle Remus asked finally. "'Cause if you is, I'm gwine out here and butt my head against the dough jam.' But the little boy wasn't mad. Uncle Remus had conquered him, and he had conquered Uncle Remus in pretty much the same way before. But it was some time before Uncle Remus could go on with the story. He had to be coaxed. At last, however, he settled himself back in the chair and began. "'Course, honey, it might have been old Br'er Wolf, or it might have been ne'er Br'er Wolf. It might have been fo' he got caught up with. It might have been afterwards. 
is de tale gun to me dis dat way i gin it unto you one time brer wolf was comin' long home from a fishin' frolic he sauntered long the road he did wid his string of fish cross his shoulder when fust news you know old miss partridge she hop out of the bushes and flutter long right at brer wolf's nose brer wolf he say to hisself that old miss partridge tryin fer to toll him away from her nest and wid dat he lays fish down and put out into the bushes where old miss partridge come from and about that time brer rabbit he happened along dere was de fishes and dere was brer rabbit and when dat de case what you spect a sort of independent man like brer rabbit gonna do i could tell you dis de dim fishes ain't stay where brer wolf put em at and when brer wolf come back dey was gone brer wolf he sot down and scratch his head he did and study and study and then hit sort of rush into his mind that brer rabbit been long dere and den brer wolf he put out for brer rabbit's house and when he git dar he hail him brer rabbit he dunno nothing at all about no fishes brer wolf he up and say he bleeze to believe that brer rabbit got dem fishes brer rabbit denied up and down but brer wolf stand to it that brer rabbit got dem fishes brer rabbit he say that if brer wolf believe he got de fishes then he give brer wolf leave fer to kill de best cow he got brer wolf he took brer rabbit at his word and go off to de pasture and drive up de cattle and kill brer rabbit's best cow brer rabbit he hate mighty bad fer to lose his cow but he lays plans and he tell his chillins that he gwine to have dat beef yit brer wolf he been tuck up by de patrollers for now and he might have skeered of em and fust news you know here come brer rabbit hollerin and tellin brer wolf dat de patrollers are comin you run and hide brer wolf says brer rabbit says he and i'll stay here and take care of de cow till you get back says he soon as brer wolf hear talk of patrollers he scrambled off into the underbrush like he'd been shot out of the gun. And he wa'n't more'n gone for Brer Rabbit. He whirled in and skint the cow and salt the hide down. And then he tuck and cut up the carcass and stowed away in the smokehouse. And then he tuck and stick the end of the cow tail in the ground. After he gone and done all this, then Brer Rabbit, he squall out for Brer Wolf run here brer wolf run here your cow gone in the ground run here when old brer wolf got dar which he come er scootin there was brer rabbit holdin on to the cow tail fer to keep it from goin in the ground brer wolf he cotch holt and dey give a pull or two and up come de tail then brer rabbit he wink his off eye and say says he there the tail done pull out and the cow gone says he but brer wolf he weren't the man fer to give it up dat away and he got him a spade and a pickaxe and a shovel 
and he'd dig and dig for dat cow twid dickin was past all endurance and old brer rabbit he sot up dar in his front porch and he smoked a cigar every time old brer wolf stuck de pickaxe and de clay brer rabbit he giggled to his chillins he diggy 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 but no meat dar he diggy 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 but no meat dar cause all the time de cow was layin' pile up in his smoke-house, and him and his chillins was eatin' fry beef and innards every time de mouth-water. Now den, honey, you take dis here whip, continued the old man, twining the leather thong around the little boy's neck, and scamper up to de big house, and tell Miss Sally for to give you some of it next time she finds your tracks in the sugar-barrel. End of chapter.